Lady T Speaks. I am your host, Tamika, and I am bringing you personal stories of triumph and inspiration. Today's guest is a licensed practical nurse, an entrepreneur, owner of the Melanin Nurse Holistic Skincare Company, Miss Erica Douglas. Hi, Erica. Hi, how are you? <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Yes. So how's sunny California? California is really fun. It's actually not really sunny today. Just got in with my son and I'm hanging out. All right. So just to let everyone know, you know, I know you personally, um, but just so that everyone else know who you are, you're originally from um, here in Philly and you have this amazing story of your journey um, to California. So tell us about it. Okay, so um, prior to me moving to California, I was working as an LPN in Philadelphia. I worked at University of Penn. I worked at a, a couple other companies doing pediatrics, and um, I kind of just got bored with doing that. So it kind of led me to uh, come in here to California because this is where I always wanted to go. Um, so what happened was, you know, I started to not really feel like I belonged. I couldn't grow. Like, it was no room for growth for me in Philadelphia. And that anger from that kind of led me to just uh, apply for my license in California. And it actually was a really easy process. Um, I ended up knowing somebody from Philadelphia that was here um, in an apartment complex. So it was really easy for me to apply um, over the phone, and um, I went to Seattle for a whole summer to save up, and then I um, I moved to Philadelphia, not to Philadelphia, to California, and then I just started over from scratch with m just me and my son, who was seven at the time, and um, once we got here, it just, it all just kind of came together. I just had to take that leap of faith. Wow. So you, um, if you don't mind me saying, you are a single mom and you, you've done this on your own. You don't have any family per se to live, you know, hey, let me stay at my cousin's house or anything like that. You pretty much, you know, pulled yourself up and took your baby out there and you did what you had to do. Yeah, that's like exactly what I did. I I was, um when I lived in Philadelphia, I pretty much lived around everybody that I knew. And um you know, how it could get, like, really hard sometimes when, you know, uh, when you don't really have a support team. So I didn't really have, like, a support system when I was in Philly for the most part. So I felt like, well, you know what? If I don't have a support system here, I'm not going to complain about it. That means I could really pretty much go anywhere because it's not going to make a difference whether I'm here or there. So okay, so I basically ended up... Yeah, like just coming to California, didn't know anybody here um, except for the girl who um, I, who helped me with the apartment, but I kind of really didn't know her either. So I was like, okay, I have to figure this out. I got to I gotta do something. I have to prove myself, uh, prove to myself that I can do this. So like I said, I went on urbancenter.com. I was on caregiver.com, got me a babysitter, and I was able to um, start finding jobs. But it was so hard at first with you know me trying to find employment because a lot of the um the jobs that I was finding out here the hours were so crazy that I didn't want that for my son so I kept trying until I landed uh, a job that was between the hours of eight and five and then I didn't need a babysitter anymore and it seemed like ever since then 
things kind of just got smoother for me. Um, so yeah, that's really how I did it when I came here. That's amazing. Um, so what would you say that you learned the most? Like what was the greatest lesson for you doing that? Like what did you learn about yourself? Um, the, the greatest lesson that I learned about myself is I have to trust myself and that I can't listen to other people. Other people listening to their opinions drove me crazy and really drove me into the, into the ground. Um, because when I, I really strongly feel this way too, so don't think I'm crazy, but um, I really feel like, you know, your life journey is something that is personal. And no matter if, if it's a mom or a dad or a grandma, aunt, whoever, they can't tell me what I'm doing, especially if they've never done it. So the only person who can, you know, really who I could listen to is myself. So I had to really learn how to trust myself. And once I did that, now I don't, I don't really care about what other people say because I don't, I don't take everybody's advice. And um, that doesn't mean that I don't listen to other people's opinions. I'll hear other people out, but I'm still going to do it is best for me. So I really had to learn how to trust myself and not to think that I'm doing anything wrong because I'm not doing what other people want me to do. And, um, and now I, I continue to do that um, with business because um, like now I have lots of people who always want to come out and work with me, but I don't work with everybody. I'm not taking every opportunity that comes my way because I have to trust myself. I don't want to get myself in a situation where I have to share my company or if I have to do something that I don't want to do, I have to always trust myself. And that's my biggest lesson. Wow, that's maturity. So yeah. you went there as a young young lady and became a woman, so to speak. Yeah, pretty much. Wow, that's awesome. And you found love, right? Yeah, I did. I did. How is <laughs> it? Yeah. How is he? <laughs> he is really, really cool. He's like, it was almost like I met my soulmate when I came here. Um, like, the second week that I moved here, I actually met um, a guy who I'm with now still almost two years later. I went to his job um, for an interview and I ended up not taking a job. It was just a regular job that I didn't want to uh, take. And I ended up having a really good conversation with him after meeting pretty much everybody at the job. He was the last person I met. And uh, we just were talking about so many different things. And I think we were just interested that I just kind of flew out to California, not knowing nobody with my kid. And he just wanted to hear more. So, um, you know, he ended up asking me out after that. And then we honestly, we've been inseparable ever since. And I never really had like a role model for my kid. Um, so he's, he kind of just took over that part early on um, with me not being able to have a bunch of babysitters and stuff like that. He just kind of just been there from the beginning. It just was like so organic, as he says, <laughs> but really, really natural. It was like not forced, um, like a forced interaction at all. And, and he's my best friend. Like I, we barely don't do anything without each other. We don't get sick of each other. It's like we really enjoy each other's company. So I'm very thankful for that. 
I'm so happy for you. I really am. And this to be such a, um, like, a, a, I don't know, like what we all dream of, you know what I mean? So that has yeah. to be a hundred percent evidence that you were meant to do what you did because you were rewarded, you know? Yeah. It was almost like things, honestly, in Philly was so bad. Like, these things kept happening over and over to the point where I thought I was like cursed and it was like, no, you know, I really strongly felt like, you know, if you're doing something um, or if God wants you to be in a different situation, he's going to keep making it different things happen until you get to where he wants you to be. And it's just like pretty much how it happened for me. Things just kept happening, happening, happening. So until I was like at the point where I got to go, it wasn't a choice anymore. It was a thing where I had to do it. And being here, I just don't, I'm not even in the same space anymore. Like, I don't feel any type of, you know, depression or sadness that I that I used to feel all the time when I lived back home because I was so unhappy. I wasn't living for myself. And, um, like, now I have to, I, I make that a point, like, for my, my personal self. I have to be able to, to do what I want to do because I really feel like I'm the only person that can make me happy, not my boyfriend, not even my son, just me. And if I can be happy doing whatever I want to do, then I can share that with other people. But it's very personal happiness. Yes. And um, I, I, when I look at other people, I feel sad when I see them, like, you know, not really happy in their situation or that because it's like, you know, if you focus more on yourself, then you will be able to get to where you want to be. But, um, you know, so I had to invest time in myself. Now I love it. I'm always with myself. I take time, you know, reading. I always, always read. That's, that's like my thing to like kind of clear my head. I'm also reading generates ideas. So it's really good for anybody just to read all the time. And I would just read, 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 and that would just, you know, exercise my mind and get me to think, like, you know, I could be doing this. I, I could be doing that. And at this point, 2019, <laughs> I really feel like there's, like, nothing that I just can't do. It's just a matter of taking steps to do it. So wow. that's just, like, really where I'm at right now in life. That's awesome. And and you left Philadelphia. You know, you left a good job behind and everything. You know? Yeah, because you know what? A good job doesn't mean anything if you're still not happy. Absolutely. And everybody was like, why are you going to leave Penn? Why you gonna leave? Why you don't want to be there? Like, I had to leave. Like, it, it wasn't a good situation for me. Like, not the job. The job was great. But it was like everything else wasn't great. Like, I couldn't. It was hard for me getting a babysitter to go pick up my son. They wanted me to stay there late hours. It was just a very difficult situation. And it didn't work for me. And um, I'm actually thankful that it didn't work out because I wouldn't be in Cali. I never, when you're in that space, especially when I was living back home, working at Penn, I was never thinking to myself like I could live anywhere else. It was always just about the tri-state, Philly, Jersey, Delaware. It was just about that area. I never was like, oh, okay, I could go somewhere else. And it doesn't have to be like this. It was like, okay, this is what it has to be. But now that I don't live there and I'm an outsider looking in to all my family and friends, I see like how much of a uh, what I like to call an echo chamber Philadelphia really is. 
everybody just following everybody. Everybody just doing what everybody is doing. Nobody wants to do anything that's different. And really, your, your life could be um, expanded. You know, your perspective on things could be expanded if you're not, um, you know, along the sheep and following behind everybody. You really got to do your own thing. And that's why I'm trying to instill this into my son at nine. I don't want him to be like me in my 20s, even though a lot of people are like, oh, you did it early, did it? I, st- I still feel like, you know, I wish I had more time. I've made a lot of mistakes in the last 10 years. He'll be 10 this year, but I'm trying to correct that now. Like, you know, him being almost 10 years old, he has probably done more things than people who I know who are in their 30s. Um, and I want him to continue that. I, I don't know what he's going to be doing in the next 10 years, but his mind is going to be more expanded because as a parent, I'm going to make sure that that happens. And I didn't have that. So that's really the difference. You know what I mean? That's right. So basically, you know, your entire life did a transformation and that's awesome. Okay. Well, how is your boy? How is he? Like, tell, tell us, you know, how did he he adjust? (laughs) Uh, You know what? At first, it was like, I think that he just kind of wanted to leave, too, because I feel like everything that I went through the last 10 years, he went through with me. Um, you know, me and my son, we used to be homeless before I went to um, nursing school and everything. Like, it really, we've really been through a lot. So, you know, he has seen all that, dealt with all of that. So it was kind of almost like a relief for him, too, just like kind of just getting away. And I would tell my son, like, wherever, we, wherever I am and you are, well, that's home. So he kind of was like, okay, you know, it's new. Um, but then when we got here, I didn't realize, because, you know, I didn't know California. It was a whole lot of, you know, Mexican people. <laughs> I was like, okay, like, this is very different for us. So we had to really adjust to moving from a, like an all-black neighborhood in West Philly to moving to an all-Mexican neighborhood, which was far less filled for us. But, you know, my son is just not a shy person. He was the kids in the park. He'll go right up to them. Can I play soccer? Which is a lot of kids play soccer out here. Can yeah. I do this? And he just he could just go for it, um, you know. And now that, you know, we don't live in, a, in the Mexican neighborhood anymore. Now we live on a beach, and uh, it's more diverse here. Um, he, still, he still acts like that. He, he loves it. He, he really loves it. And, um. I kind of, you know, he still kind of didn't, I felt like he kind of didn't really appreciate what I did for him. He didn't really understand as a kid. And I think it was just kind of missing, you know, um, just family. So I had, I sent him back this past November to go live with his dad. And um, when I did that, he hated it. He got pursued real quick. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What'd you say? I said he got perspective real quick. Oh, yeah. yeah. His dad lives in Camden and in New Jersey. So, you know, he really, I really wanted him to learn a lesson like the difference. Yeah. And he never lived with his dad, you know, in nine years. So he really got the grasp. So now that he's back here in Cali, he really understands and he really um, is, is grateful for what we have now, it's almost like night and day, you know, being there and being here. Well, that's what uh-huh. I meant by perspective. Like, you know, kids tend not to understand until you show them. And in that situation, right. you had to show him, like, look, okay, you don't want to listen. 
to what I'm telling you because they can't they can't see it, you know, his age, maturity level, you know, they, they're not going to get it. But he had to see it for himself is basically what I mean by, you know, he got the perspective. So I'm glad he did. And I'm glad you were strong enough to do that because I know that was pretty hard for you, too. It was terrible. I mean, like, I cried so many nights. It's like I didn't want to do that, you know. But honestly, I'm so thankful that I did because although he hated it so much, now it's like his behavior has probably been better than ever and um you know they weren't really doing anything over there like every day just in the house all the time and i'm i make a point to i always try to find something to do every day with my kid and like he really is like he missed those things you know so now it's like okay i see why my mom wants to be at Cali. you know i see why and i don't want to be back and and the East Coast, like, I want to be here. And I, I really feel like he, he understands that he gets it. And just for him to come back and see, like, um, the business that I started and, you know, like, he really likes it so much. It's like, it's, it's, it makes me happy to see him like, oh, you know, you don't work anymore. Like, you're going to here. And I'm like, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, now it's, I have more time for him. Yeah. And that was my goal. You know what I mean? Like, I needed to make a goal. I don't want to be missing these, these times. I'm not trying to kill myself to work. It's never about money with me. I don't really care about working 12 hours, five times a week. That's just not the kind of life I want to live. Um, and I know it works for some people, but that just doesn't work for me. My time is so valuable with my son. And I have to. I had to create this kind of business. So I can have the freedom to do whatever I want to do. And that's really where I'm at right now. I can do whatever I want. That's right. You created time freedom for yourself. So, wow. Yeah. So tell us about the melanin nurse. Tell us, tell us your business and what do you do and what is it? And just let the people know. Okay. So um, for the melanin nurse, I pretty much started by brainstorming. I always wanted to have a business since uh, the summer that I moved here in 2017 to Cali. But the ideas um, that I would have, I always would find a reason why it wasn't going to work for me. Like, because I always like to weed out things. So I brainstormed, 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 and never really initiated anything until the melanin nurse, because um, I was like, okay. Actually, really how it started was one day when I was brainstorming, I said to my boyfriend, Dad, I want to sell shea butter. And he was like, you can. And honestly, from that day, I've been doing this. I found, you know, distributors, suppliers, and whatever I needed to do in order to uh, get what I needed to get this done. I created the logo from scratch, the website from scratch, the packaging from scratch, everything. This is no Avon. I'm not selling for somebody else. Like, um, so with the help of my boyfriend, me and him actually did it together. So I, I was like the creative idea person. I pretty much laid everything out. And then um, he's like, oh, you know what? We got to make this legal. We need to get this trademark. We need to do all this. And my boyfriend, he does finances, so it's perfect. He already does this, um, you know, at the company that he was working for. So it was like a real, it's like night and day with me and him, too, because he's really good on the background part. But he also made a point for me to learn it. So now if I want to go start another business, 
I can do it with my eyes closed because uh, I've learned it, you know, through this. And um, I pretty much had to, we had to take a lot of classes. We had to go and find out what was the difference between the LLC and the INC. So a lot of people I know are LLC, but the people really know what the difference is. So I had to learn that, and we chose to go with the INC. Um, so that's why my business is incorporated with the state of California. We have to pay taxes. We have to do the whole nine. And it feels, honestly, doing it the legit way makes it so much better. So now I didn't came up with all these ingredients because I felt like that was the angle that people were asking me once I started selling. It was like, oh, do you have this? Or do you have that? And it's like, it kind of just kind of came into being ingredients. Um, you always started, when people started business, I feel like you think you're going to do one thing and it ends up being a whole nother thing. <laughs> and that's kind of how it was for me. Like, I didn't plan on selling ingredients. It just kind of happened that way, which is great for me because I feel like I can add on whatever I want. There's millions of different ingredients out there. So it was a, it's a business that I could scale on. Um, so basically, I have a little shop in San Pedro, California. And I'm able to teach people DIY. Um, I've read a ton of books. And I worked in, um, I did a lot of wound care um, doing hospice and stuff. So I knew a lot about, you know, changing wounds and dealing with the skin. So that was always my thing anyway. Um, and people would ask me, like, what are you doing with your skin? I have really clear skin. But I used to be like, you know, I'm using natural products. So I'm now sharing what I do for myself with other people. And now I've kind of like just been learning more things. So um, I got, you know, private classes where I'm teaching how to make hand sanitizer, how to make toothpaste, facial masks, armpit detoxes, um, and different bath salts. Like that just became my thing. And I named it the Melanin Nurse because, you know, um, it's really about taking care of your skin and watching, you know, what you're putting on your body. And, um, you know, in the UK and in Africa and those type of countries, a lot of people, they do their own skincare. They make things. And I noticed that we have a lack of, you know, knowledge for people here in the U.S. who know how to do their own stuff. Everybody's so used to just grabbing off the shelf, grabbing off the shelf. And, you know, there's millions of people out there talking about how bad the food is. But who's really talking about how horrible the skincare is? I know in other countries they know they know this, but we're here, and especially um, in the black community, I feel like a lot of people are not doing stuff like this. I see a lot of you know Caucasian people doing this, or African people from Africa doing this, but I don't see a lot of black Americans doing this at all. Um, especially not like DIY. It's more so people making products like apothecary and selling it. So I'm not a, like a making apothecary and selling it. I'm more so selling the ingredients or also showing people how to make their own skincare systems, how to make your own hand sanitizers. Like, you know, why are we making our own hand sanitizers? Oh, because our normal hand sanitizer in the store is made up of 60% ethyl alcohol, and that can dry your hands out. So you don't want your hands to be all dried out. So I'm going to show you how to change it. So I replaced the alcohol with witch hazel and tea tree oil because it's silly antiseptic. So those are the different things that I try to teach people. They always leave my class um, not just knowing about products, but um, gaining knowledge when they leave. That's how I always want people to learn something when they leave. And I don't know everything. I'm constantly learning myself. I read, read, read. And that's really how I've 
come to do this, this reading. And wow. that's, that's really, that's really how it is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just grow. It's really growing so much right now. Um, wow. Yeah, it's growing a lot. <laughs> This is such an amazing story, and I felt that this story was really, really important to, you know, share with the world because I feel like in your story that you can inspire someone else because there are so many young young girls, young people, you know, period, um, who are in similar situations that you're in, and, you know, your story can inspire them to do what you did. And I think what you did was incredible and amazing. And I'm so, so proud of you. And let oh, me tell you, you so much. <laughs> and just to let everyone know, um, I am a registered nurse and you were one of my students. And to kind of see the growth in you, that it, it's absolutely amazing. And I'm super, super proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank so, you so much. Because so, I know it wasn't always, you know, pieces and keen between us. So, but, you but know, I always remember that day that you, I mean, you talked on the side when I was yeah. going to the next term. I never forget that day because I really felt like somebody checked me. <laughs> but oh. I needed that, you know, and I and I and I still appreciate you for that. Like you know, I always talk about that. But oh. I just honestly, I think that I just. You know, when you're, like I said, when you're in it, sometimes you just don't get to see how, uh, like, from a different perspective of, like, how it could be. Like, there's so many things I I think about, memories I think about, of things that I might have used to do or things I used to say that I I no longer do. But I can't change it, you know what I mean? So I just have to remind myself, like, you know, how far I've come and, like, I really don't want to disrespect people. I don't want to uh, be that person. And um, and really, like I said, it was it was mostly an environment thing for me. Um, just being angry, just being a person who really just didn't really care. And um, like I said, I go home now and I see it, I see it in other people. And I really feel like you know, if you um, if you go somewhere like actually when I completely decided to come here, mm-hmm. me and one of my good friends, um, we were in Miami. And we drove, and we just wanted to take a road trip. And um, we just kept saying, Dad, these people down here, they're so nice. They're so nice. They're so, so nice. We kept saying that the whole trip. And I just thought to myself, like, are they really nice? Or wherever, where we at, is everybody just nasty? <laughs> Am I just surrounded by a bunch of, like, people who just being ignorant all the time? Like, maybe it's me being, not, you know, my it's surroundings. Both. It's both. Because people, they yes, are very nice, but people in Philly are very nasty, too. So, it is what it is. Right. So, I had to, like, it's like, you know, I don't, I don't want to be around that. And I, I, and I already was doing that, I felt like, when I worked in Westchester, PA, I didn't want to work in, in the city because I, when I first became a nurse, because I wanted to keep being, um, not, you know, I want to be surrounded by people who are nice to me. Because that way, I don't have to be out of character or be crazy, but people who are similar to me, um, and we have to, you know, I don't want to clash with nobody. So I try to avoid confrontation as much as possible. And I find myself just kind of being in an environment that don't allow me to do that. And I just kind of, it just happened like that. I don't know. Wow. So um, just tell everyone, you know, name of your website, where they can reach you on social media, email, you know, what's your contact? Because I'm quite sure um, 
you know, now that we have been educated by the Miss Erica Douglas, um, I think people <laughs> will want to come and, you know, take a look at your product, purchase your product because, you know, yeah, like I think people should know how to make their own products. And I think people um, should, you know, just, you know, just take the information that you're willing to share, you know? Yeah. Well, you guys can find me at um, www.nurseyourmelanin.com. Melanin like the pigment tasting your skin. And um, my handle for Instagram and Facebook is at the Melanin Nurse INC. And just look out for me because soon, the next few months, I will be actually um, um, going into bigger retail stores. Um, so I'm working on some really big things right now, and I just got some opportunities to do different things. So um, I'm trying to be in every local store all over the U.S. Um, really shortly. So look out for me, and I'm going to keep putting like different announcements on my website. I always change things. I actually have a, a, a section of news on my website if you guys go in there. And um, I always answer messages. So if any questions, you could always um, email us at contact at nurseyourmelanin.com and I will get back to you. Okay. And that information will be posted on the um, social media platforms that this interview um, will on. Thank you so much, Erica. I really appreciate Thank you so much. Yes. Participating. You know, this podcast thing is new to me and it was just something that I wanted to take a chance to do. So hopefully the people like it. Um Yeah. No, I think this is really fun. I really like what yeah. you're doing. And mm -hmm. I definitely have some recommendations for people. Um if you're ever interested. Always that, interested. But we'll talk. Always interested. <laughs> Thank you, Erica. Um so Stay tuned uh, for more episodes on Lady T Speaks Podcast. Thank you. Have a good day.